Welcome back to another episode of the Land of the Rising Fun Podcast! Wow. Yes! That was kind of metal today. Yes! WWE or whatever. 2024. Happy New Year. It's going to be a huge year for parks in Japan. Yeah. And you're going to hear all about it right here. Yeah. On the Land of the Rising Fun Podcast. We're going to try our best to go, no promises. We're, we're going to try. Yeah, we're going to try. We're going to try, folks. Um, yes, we are. We are. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to be excited, but it is exciting. It is hard to be excited, but time. you're right. That's exactly the way to put it. It's very exciting, but it's hard to be excited. Yeah, you sort of hate yourself for getting excited. You do, because we know it's going to be misery. It's just going to be miserable. <laughs> misery. Yeah. Just compounding misery. Yeah. I did this poll on YouTube recently. I want to ask you, what okay. what are you most excited about? Um, the Peter Pan area, the Tangled area, the Frozen area, or the Donkey Kong area at USJ? Oh, man, that is hard. And honestly, right? the answer is all of the above, which is amazing. Yeah. And like, I think it sums up exactly where we are with this stuff, because like we can go straight from my God, this looks like misery to I'm so excited about every tiny little piece of this. Because yeah. it's both of those things. I'm so excited, but also it's going to be horrible. I'm so excited about when I actually get in. But yeah. everything before that, and just the uncertainty of... For those who don't know, like we're, we're basically planning to get to the gates of Disney Sea like midnight the night before. And again, none of it means really anything until, you know, five days before OLC makes some huge announcement about how it's all going right. to go. So we can pretend yeah. to have a plan, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to throw a wrench in it all last minute. Yeah, and they already kind of have with the people who stay at the hotel being able to get this pass that lets them get unlimited queue skipping for the That's ride. That's a lot, isn't it? It's going to make unlimited the number, seems unnecessary. The number of DPAs and standby passes is going to be so tiny because of that. It just seems a bit foolish as well. Like those people would probably pay extra for another DPA. Yeah, or you could have had tiered tickets. You could make the main ticket like two rides yeah. per ride and then make a much higher, more expensive tier for unlimited. I don't know why they it's don't o- write to unlimited. It's, it's OP. It's, it's, it's unworkable, actually. You think about it. I can buy that ticket. I can go round and round on Peter Pan all day. All day. I can go round and round on it. Stand by queue, not moving. I can go round and round and round and round and round. And round. That's just well, one person. To be you fair. hundreds of people doing that. To be fair, and yes, the hotel's almost definitely, definitely going to sell out, but they haven't announced any of the prices for the hotel yet. Um, only hotel guests, the new hotel guests only. Not Miracosta guests, not Disneyland hotel guests, only the new Fantasy Springs hotel guests can buy this ticket. Uh, and they haven't announced the hotel prices yet. All they've said is that it's going to be a good deal more expensive than the most expensive rooms at the other hotels so far. <laughs> right, which... Tells you a lot. Yes. So but it, will I mean, be, it will be sold out. It will be sold out. Night. Yeah. It'll be sold out every night for 20 years. Yes, it will. But I mean, those people are definitely going to be paying for it. Are they paying for unlimited rides in the new area? I don't know. Some people will just go round and round on those things. No, I, I mean, like the amount of money that they're paying. Is it whatever it is? Is it enough for that level of OP pass? Oh, I see where you're coming from. Overpowered, by the way, non-gamers. <laughs> yes. Oh, it just it just gives me flashbacks to I remember being at Universal Studios Orlando. Gosh, last time I was there was 2009. So. Wow. A while ago. I think but, one or two uh, things might have changed since then. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Um, but at the time, hotel guests got unlimited queue skipping. Mm. And I remember being in the Men in Black Alien Attack queue. It's a great queue. It's fun when you're moving through it. But we were in the standby line. We're standing completely still, not moving. And we saw the same group go past us three times when the standby line hadn't moved at all. Huh. 
and we were like, this is broken. And that was way back then before these places got as crowded as they are now. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it was not a new ride at the time. I I really think unlimited DPA is way too much. Like, yeah. they could have done one per ride and people would have still bought that pass. They, they could have done this gets sure. you into the land and they would have bought the pass. That's but all it needed to be, isn't it? The one time OLC over deliver on something and it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, hey, I don't know. Maybe they have some something up their sleeve. But those standby passes are gonna be. There's gonna be like ten of those things. You don't have any rich relatives on the verge of death, do you? Um, we'll talk about that off the air. Uh... <laughs> 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 uh, asking for a friend, as the saying goes. Yeah, yeah. No, just you're just concerned. You're a concerned Cons- very, friend. I'm very concerned. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any grandparents so, left? I do. I do. Oh. I'm very fortunate. I get, I forget that you're quite a bit younger than me. Ten years younger than you. I'm ten years younger than you. I'd thank say. you. Ten. Thank you. Ten years. Is is it ten? <laughs> so, around that. Something around. Once something more for the people in the back. <laughs> oh boy. But uh, uh but so yeah. we we went we went to view Fantasy Springs we yesterday. We went to Tokyo Disney Resort just to imagine. And and dream of what Fantasy Springs could possibly be. It is in fact a be. kingdom of dreams and magic. Kingdom of dreams and magic. I wonder, do our listeners know that? Much like the happiest place on earth or the most magical place on earth, Tokyo Disney Resort is the kingdom of dreams and magic. Dreams and magic. Both. Not just one. Both. Kingdom of dreams and magic. And then Tokyo Disney Sea is where adventure and imagination set sail. That's the one. Is that right? That's the one. That's a long phrase. It is, yeah. It doesn't really have the same ring to it, does it, as happiest place on earth? Where adventure and imagination set sail. I always think it's amazing how many original songs Disney Sea has. Hmm. Because, you know, I always say that I'm in this whole Disney thing for the music. It's like 98% music to me. So yeah. it never ceases to amuse me how many songs <laughs> Disney Sea has compared to other theme parks. That's there true. can't be a park with more like every port of Disney Sea has its own original theme song, which it's is crazy. theme song, yeah. And they're all stupid. <laughs> Most of them are terrible. Mermaid Lagoons is terrible. I remember being so disappointed uh, when I found years and years ago before I lived here, I found a CD from 2001 of Tokyo Disney Sea CD. I was like, wow, this is going to have music from all the areas and from all the rides. And it's just these stupid theme songs of every port. Like, uh-huh. singing a mermaid song. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> That's the worst Mysterious one. Islands is terrible, too. Mysterious Island. Yeah, it's a oh. shame, too, because like the <laughs> Journey to the Center of the Earth theme is one of the best ride themes ever. Yeah. Even 20,000 Leagues is quite good. Theme, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mysterious Island theme song is terrible. Which is fun, but just, it just got so many songs. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, it surprises me how many of them are kind of reused as well. Like um, Volcania Restaurant having uh, the Living Seas music. Oh Port yeah, we Discovery talk all having, the time just, about yeah. Port Discovery having illuminations. Yeah, illuminations and the Atlantis soundtrack, and you hear Whale of a Tale from Twenty Thousand Leagues movie in Cape Cod. There's a few things you hear in Cape Cod, actually, isn't there? Do other parks have their own, like, forever theme songs the way Tokyo Disneyland and Sea do? No. They don't even have, like, theme songs in general. They have songs for shows. And they yeah. become, like, de facto. We've talked about this before, I think. Um, only Tokyo has, like, the theme song for this anniversary of this theme park. Yeah. I think but, like, only even... in Japan would those things actually become popular. They're real popular, yeah. And I love them, too. The, like, even just the original Land and Sea theme songs are great. Yeah, and you still hear them a lot, don't you? Yeah. Disneyland is your land. That's the one. Tokyo Disneyland. <laughs> oh, it's great. It is. The sea one is great, too. All the, the anniversary themes are great. Well, the 20th is complicated. Oh, the 20th. Yeah, we, we heard that yesterday in a shop. And we're like, God, God why, oh, no. why would they want to remind us of Disney Sea's 20th anniversary, which was 2021, peak COVID, everything was terrible. Everything miserable. 
Oh, I just remember when we went to the concert and they were showing, when they sung that song, they were showing footage of just the shops, like the inside the, of the Yes, this <laughs> weird merch videos. Because there was nothing. Nothing to show. Yeah, that was sad. The concert was fun, though. It was super fun, wasn't it? I wonder what the next one will be. I don't know, but thank you, you know who. You're probably listening for the tickets. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was very fun. Uh, no, I love all those songs. I love all the anniversary songs. Otherwise, I love Be Magical. Um, the 2006, the fifth anniversary theme, Sea of Dreams. I don't know how that isn't just the forever theme song. It's so good. It's gorgeous, yeah. Misha, I saw Misha sing that live at 2006-7 New Year Countdown at Disney Sea, and it was so exciting. I want to talk about that. Do you? Yeah, you just reminded me I really wanted to talk about that this week. Talk about what? Well, uh, on New Year's Eve, I'm sat on my Twitter feed and I'm seeing everyone, all of my friends around the world, all my theme park friends, and they're all at different theme parks doing the countdown for New Year's Eve. Uh Uh-huh. Even here in Japan at USJ. Even in Osaka at USJ, every Disney park all have a countdown. Except for Tokyo Disney. I think Shanghai, too. I looked it up and I think Tokyo and Shanghai were the two. I was making an assumption with Shanghai. I actually checked. I think Shanghai too. Yeah. All the others did it. I think Shanghai didn't. Because I, you know how much I love to complain on Twitter. So I really wanted to say exactly that complaint. So I looked them all up and Shanghai didn't do it either. Yeah. I bit my tongue on that one. But you know, Shanghai Disneyland also isn't the third most popular theme park in the world. Right. And also don't have two parks. Yeah. Just do it in one park. Just do something. Yeah. It's insane. I gave it a little charge, bit of thought. They can charge as much as they want for those tickets. Part of it, I guess, is having to organize with JR because the KO line didn't run past 12 on New Year. So that's a part right. of it. Now, every before COVID, a lot more train lines used to run all night. If people don't know, the way the trains work here is that they stop really early. Uh, most trains stop yeah. around midnight and start up again around 5 a.m., uh, but only New Year's Eve because the Japanese New Year tradition is watching the sunrise. It's not really countdown. Japanese don't really do no. a countdown per se. No. Uh, but it is about watching the first sunrise of the year at like 4.30 in the morning or something. Uh, so traditionally, trains would run overnight only that one night of the year. But since COVID, it's been very limited even this year. Uh, I think this year was only like the Yamanote line, the Keihintoku line, just the main few. Really busy ones, yeah. So the KO line wasn't running and hasn't since maybe 2019. Oh. So that's part of it. Just to give okay. OLC a little bit of slack there. Oh, that, that is fair. But to also be fair, OLC and JR have a very, very, very close relationship. I think if they wanted that, I'm sure that there's a way to figure that out. Really? Yeah. It seems like money on the table. It seems silly. It does. It seems like you could have both parks at full capacity and sell double the normal day ticket uh-huh. to each person and it would be completely sold out. It just seems like one more of those things where you have to feel like OLC hasn't caught up to the fact that local fans see what's happening in the other worldwide parks now. Because mm. I think even like <sighs> seven, eight, ten years ago, people weren't paying any attention really to the outside parks but i think right. now every local fan is sitting on twitter on new year's eve thinking i wish we did things like this yeah it struck me as like and i wasn't thinking about the trains i'll admit i think that is a really fair point um but it struck me as another example of olc just being a bunch of old men who are out i know the ceo is a woman now but still who are like out of touch don't know what fun is and have forgotten that their places are supposed to be somewhere fun for people to go. Yeah. And USJ just seem to be so on top of that. Like this place has to be fun. It has to be a fun place for people to come. And like you say, with social media as well, if you did open for New Year's Eve, imagine all the publicity you're going to get just from people posting their countdowns from Disney. I want to go to Disney. Look how fun it is. It was just like another example of, oh, TDR just being boring, just doing the bare minimum again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a bit dull. And because I just, I have so many good memories of going to those crazy TDR countdowns I in the past. I wish I did. 
But I have so many great memories going to the other ones. Yeah. It's like a huge party. It's awesome. It's like the best time. Good Lord. I remember being Magic Kingdom for New Year's Eve fireworks. And the fireworks just being all around you. I've never seen fireworks like that. Uh-huh. It was like a full... It was like the best fireworks show you've ever seen eight times in a complete circle all around you. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yeah, TDR Countdowns went from insane to pretty great to just non-existent. Like, <laughs> when I was first going to them in my early days, it used to be the special ticket started at 8 p.m. You could get into the park at 8 p.m. And it ended at park closed the next day. Yeah. And it let you hop between both parks all night. Yeah. Every ride was open all night. It was just normal park function on a 26-hour ticket. Do you uh, know how the, much they were? I don't remember. I think a lot of the time, it was all by lottery even back then, and I think a lot of the time I didn't buy them that way. I would bought them, buy them from resellers. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think I, I don't, I don't remember what they actually cost, but, uh, the second day was always hilarious. January 1st, because it gets cold here and people are exhausted from having been up all night. So you'd go in warm places, especially Mermaid Lagoon. Mermaid Lagoon was like, uh, zombies asleep on the floor, ground zero. (laughs) (laughs) All of the, uh, restaurants. I remember going into like Zambini. And it's just every single person asleep on their table, on their folded arms. Even the CMs. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so, yeah, January I mean, 1st in the parks used to be quite funny. It sounds like it. There was I mean, a whole, that, that is there was a whole New Year CM. parade and the characters oh. in, like, silver New Year costumes. If memory serving correctly, and it may not be because I do have a terrible memory and these things were, like, you know, 15, ago. 20 years ago now. Yeah. Uh, but I think they used to do the New Year parade for a few days before the 31st. Oh, okay. Like, I think in normal park right hours, they would have like a faux countdown after Christmas. Oh, do the countdown as well. That's cute. I think so. if I'm re- if I'm remembering that correctly, if I know if there's any other long termers here or local Japanese listeners, because we do have a few. We do, yeah. But I, I think I'm remembering that right. I should have researched that. But I am pretty sure I remember being there. No, I completely forgot that we, we should probably talk about New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's basically what USJ did, isn't it? I think their ticket got you in around seven, and then uh, you could stay in all night and the whole next day. Yeah, my friend went to USJ without the countdown ticket, and he was telling me with his AP, he was able to get into the park at like 2 a.m. Oh, wow. Like, after Countdown was over. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, with his what? I, I know. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty amazing. In, in, uh, Jordan, let me explain it to you. In other parks... Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, I made this joke, and I'm already tired of it. Yeah, you it's should already, It's already depressing me. Yeah. Please forget <laughs> that. Um, yeah, New Year's Eve. I watched a lot of video of New Year's at Walt Disney World this year, and to be honest, it looked pretty miserable. Like, I hope people had fun, but just seeing all those DJs and all the countries and Epcot. Oh, and they do all that stuff, yeah. It just looked very loud. And they don't stay open all night, do they? They they close the parks around two or something. Am I getting old? It just seemed really loud and annoying watching those videos. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's very not us. Like you were, you're. Whenever there's a DJ in a Disney park, you always get us parks fans complaining. Well, remember it, my complaint about Star Wars night was exactly that. When I was at Star Wars night in Anaheim, there was a DJ right at the end of Main Street, like in the hub, and wasn't yeah. playing Star Wars music. It was just weird. Yeah, that is a missed opportunity. DJ music, and I could not understand what was happening. Yeah, like it's a Star Wars event for Star Wars fans. Just stick John Williams on. Yeah, that's all. It's not hard. Even <laughs> like, need, like if you want to do like, you know, club remixes of Star Wars music. Yeah, cool. that would be fun. But why did that like? Why why do Disney hate Star Wars music so much? No, when everyone else loves it. I don't know. But yeah, Disney DJs don't do anything for me. No, me neither. I'm glad we don't do that. Oh, uh, we never will either. We never will. <laughs> never. It's you hard to that? imagine something less TDR. Right. Than a DJ playing club hits, <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> it actually sounds so ridiculous. But but 
when you look back to like the the 80s and 90s they used to have like what was the stage show around the castle where it was like yeah Disney bangers, but bangers. Well, like the current show, Club Mouse Beat, is a throwback to that, but without right, right. the club music, which is sort of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think we'll do anything next New Year? No. I, I feel like, no, I feel like... This is what's depressing about it, is it's... It just feels like another example of OLC being lazy, and... Because I said this to you yesterday, when we were looking at the app... And you can see a list of all the things that are closed. And they still list things that are closed since COVID as yeah. temporarily closed. Mermaid Lagoon Theater, um, Song of Mirage. Like, there's so much stuff. And it's like, it just, it's not even that they're being cheap. And it's not even that prices are going up and they're spending less on seasonal entertainment and all this stuff. A lot of it just seems like OLC are being lazy and kind of incompetent like not knowing i don't what know lazy doing. i think a lot of it is conditioning the current generation to have pretty low expectations but if you were doing that why would you want to keep listing this thing that's been closed for <laughs> four years that i mean that's the point that I, that just screams lazy to take it off the website for some right. reason or uh, maybe it's just to give the appearance that there is entertainment when there is not. Right. And be like, oh, well, we missed it. It wasn't on on our day. It wasn't on on the day we went there. But hey, maybe next year when we come back, maybe it'll be on. Yeah, because when you just check the list of closures, it doesn't say since July 2020. You have to click right. the thing to see that part. Right. It just says this thing is off today. I think that's it, isn't it? They'd rather you think, oh, because there's always something closed for seasonal maintenance. And most of the guests understand that. So but, um, like, I think we were going to talk about today, like what happened to Easter. And I think what happened to Easter is just part of this conditioning of not expecting these things to be every year necessarily. Yeah, because the, yeah, the reason I wanted to talk about that is because a lot of listeners might not know, but Easter was huge here. Crazy popular. At Halloween, when guests can wear their own costumes, so many of them wear Easter costumes <laughs> because they loved the Easter show, show so much. And they were, they were massively popular. Usa Thomas, just such a good song. Yeah. I was an Usa, P Usa Pio fan, okay? I like the Usa Pios. Yeah, I know. You always say that. Probably just because that's what was happening when I first got here. That is a thing, isn't it? When I first moved here, first got my annual pass and was going every day after work. Just like, oh, I'm here. No. No. Do we have a top three today? Listen. Top three, there we go. Like Jordan's crying, quick. Yeah, <laughs> get the top three out. Jordan's top three sobs. <laughs> uh, sorry, give me a moment here. Let me get the dice. Uh -huh. up. Roll that big fuzzy dice. Oh gosh, I need to stop just searching D12 because it always comes up with the hip hop group. <laughs> twelve. I have to count to twelve. Okay. Uh. <laughs> This has to be worldwide, then, this one. Okay. Top three animatronic shows. That's Not very, many to choose from. That's very limited, isn't it? It is very limited. Uh, so what we got? We've got Country Bears. You saw Mickey Mouse Review, right? When that was a thing. I did see Mickey Mouse Review, yeah. So you've got that. Country Bears, Tiki Room. All three different versions of Tiki Room, I guess. Yeah. Uh, does Alien Encounter count as an animatronic show? I guess. I guess. Because nothing really happened. It was terrifying, but you were just sitting in a dark room. Yeah. Did you ever get to go on it? No, you were too young. I did go on it. On, like, real Alien Encounter? Yeah. When you were, like, four? Yeah. Is that <laughs> is that is that why you're like this now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, it was really funny. We were there. My family was there with another family. Uh, I think it was 2001. So I would have been maths eight. I'd have been eight years old. And I was the, me and the, the only person younger than me was a, uh, the daughter of the other family who was a year younger than me. So we were seven and eight. We both had older brothers. They were like, no, that looks scary. I don't want to go on. We both went on with her dad. He came out like, that was terrifying. And we were both just like, la, 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 la. <laughs> that was a big alien. Someone's blood dripped down my shoulders. I mean, how, how is she la, doing la, la. now? Is, is right. she a crack whore? We'll, 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 we'll not get into that. 
Again, I'll talk about that. Because I'm I'm a solid decade older than you, and I still feel traumatized by Alien Encounter. I think that was it, though. I think I was so young that I just didn't get it. Huh. And was just like, yeah, whatever. Huh. And also, I think I'm just that demeanor as well. Like, still now. Just like, oh, people are dying around me. La 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 la. Stiff upper lip. Everything's fine. I think just naive and ignorant is probably more yeah. accurate. Yeah. Um, what do you mean, yeah? Yeah. But yeah. I guess that counts, huh? I mean, all it was was sitting in a dark room with a single animatronic in front of you. Animatronic in the middle. Yeah. Sure, why not? So what, there were like like tongue feels on the back of your neck or yeah. something in your chair. Breath, yeah. You had like breath. Oh. wind on there. I think what scared me the most about Alien Encounter was that it had like a proper over-the-shoulder... Yeah. Seat buckle. Like you were about to ride. Like an old Vekoma roller coaster. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Did it need that level of strapped in there? That was for the when it jumps on your shoulders. That's all that was. That's all that was. Okay. Is for the, the, the effect where it pushes down on your shoulders. Oh, uh, it worked real well then. Yeah. And that, was, that was what was so silly when it became Stitch. Was everything in that thing was designed to be intimidating. Because I think that's the other thing. I think it was just to freak you out like mm. you need to be buckled in because this is such an intense experience mm-hmm. and they didn't change any of that they just put a cute little cuddly stitch in the middle but you're still like this intimidating environment you're still um getting your shoulders pushed down it's just now you're getting chili dog burps in your ear instead of nah. i mean i'd still much rather have that than either stitch encounter or tiki room stitch I prefer Tiki Room Stitch, I guess. But I liked I liked Stitch. Stitch's Great Escape, it was called, wasn't it? Yeah. I always think it was called Stitch Encounter because it was Stitch, but Alien Encounter. <laughs> but, That's but, yeah. true. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, but I really liked Stitch's Great Escape. I thought it was fun. Because it, it was just so different. So weird. You know, I was never on it. You never did it? I never did it. No, I think... I was there a couple of times when it was there, but it was always closed. I think it was running very seasonally for a while. It was. It, it had a short window. Because I was there when it was brand new and Stitch TP'd Cinderella Castle. Oh, God, you saw the TP I castle? didn't see the TP because that was just one day. Yeah. But I was there for that big like uh, uh, marketing push mm. where everything was Stitch. And um, like even we were staying in an All-Stars hotel or something, and we set an alarm a wake-up alarm on the phone, and in the morning it was just, ah! Yeah. <laughs> just Stitch waking you up. And then Mickey's like, oh no, Stitch, come back! <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it, it, it went from being like the newest attraction at Magic Kingdom to seasonal operation to closed. Like, so quick. Yeah. I mean, I've said it too many times before, but I hate our Stitch Tiki Room. I don't hate it. That's not fair. It's it's harmless and it's fine, but like we could have the tiki room. Could have this. I feel and like we both. did. Yeah, but hey, yeah. it's got stitch in it, and it's still the least popular thing in the whole park. Like if it was no. tiki room, it would it's have the even second less least popular thing because Stitch Encounter is the least popular. True. Thing. <laughs> there we go. Poor Stitch. You could do something really great with that character. They overdid it, and everyone got sick of it. Yeah. I know one of our listeners will be messaging us about this. I know, but he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's just wrong. Yeah, uh, Carousel of Progress probably has to be my number one in terms of animatronic uh, shows. I mean, this is a hard question. Is Spaceship Earth an animatronic show? It what? Does a no. Sh- does a show mean that you're not moving? Yes. You're moving on Car- Carousel of Progress. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you are. Yeah. How is that different than Spaceship Earth? That's just looking at animatronics. Oh, it just is, Alex, okay? I know it is, but it also isn't. Um, It is because... Shut up. <laughs> I would say okay. you're... Okay, okay, you're seated in a theater. Okay, sure. Can I have that? Fine. So then we've got the Hall of Presidents and... Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lincoln. American Adventure. Did you ever see, like, America Sings? That's old, old, isn't it? No, yeah, that's too old for me. I, I should think. have waited for you to answer before I said that's old. <laughs> that's Thank ancient, you. isn't it? But oh, no. yeah, I saw that as a teenager. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> well, no, you didn't see it, so I was I was safe on that one. Uh, what am I forgetting? The last time I saw um, 
great moments with Mr. Lincoln. I was the only person in the theater. Wow. Yeah. And and Lincoln, I assume. <laughs> me, an me and Lincoln, chair. yeah. <laughs> Curtain's open, there's nobody there. Even he didn't go. <laughs> um, just Lincoln standing in the wing smoking a cigarette, like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I love the stories of when that didn't work at the New York World's Fair. And he, like, showed the press. He was showing someone from the press and, like, some of the fluids leaked and they were pink. And they thought they were they were reenacting the assassination. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, no! I think that's in poor taste, Mister Disney. Ford's Theater at Disneyland. Oh, really? <laughs> Another time, he just stood up, stuck up his middle finger at the crowd, and then sat back down. Again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Take this south. After all that buildup, <laughs> yeah. After all that epic buildup, like, and now, <laughs> Abraham <laughs> just sticks his middle finger. Up. Get it, Abe. Played the clip from our Indiana Jones adventure. My grandfather's name was Abraham, so I feel very close to Lincoln. Oh, oh. I'm from Lincolnshire, so there you go. All these connections. There it is. Uh, but Carousel of Progress. Okay, I've got another facetious one. Okay, it's tough to be a bug or Muppets. The I mean, the Muppets have to count. I mean, we don't want to think about it, but they're animatronics. There's tons of animatronics in there. Yeah. Penguin Orchestra. Oh, I wish we had Muppet Vision. Mm. I hope they don't ruin it. I'm amazed they haven't ruined it. I mean, they've ruined everything except the actual experience. They've ruined the building. I mean, yeah, it's a hard one, right? I went to Spaceship Earth, but we have Pirates of the Caribbean. We have It's a Small World. Yeah, but shut up. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely not. And There's I a big get... difference between being in a theater that's moving around a stage and being in a ride vehicle. Yeah, I mean you're right. We can not count Carousel of Progress if you want, but I no, mean we it's can. obvious. We can. What other category is it going to ever fall into? <laughs> yeah, it's very own category. Um, so I'll say that, and then Country Bears, and then uh, Original Tiki Room, I guess. Do we like Carousel of Progress, or do we tell ourselves we like Carousel of Progress? No, I'm definitely one. I it was just always something we always did and we always liked. I always loved the off... Even as a kid, I loved the offbeat old Disney stuff. Uh, I did too. World. Yeah, me too. It's something I really miss here. Yeah, me too. Just the dumb... Like, the dumb pavilions that were half empty in Epcot. There, there was something kind of charming about just turning up at some weird interactive exhibition and... Yeah. Like, what they, they had, like, an interactive Toontown thing I always liked. Those Epcot pavilions have a smell... They do. I don't know if this makes any sense, but like I hadn't been there in a while at my last visit, and I got like teary smelling Epcot. Oh. Epcot smells different than other parks. It does. It does. I don't know if that's a thing, but I swear Epcot smells different. I wonder if you can get those spells from Magic Candle Company and get 15% off your entire order with the promo code Rising Firm. I wonder if you can. I mean, you certainly should check. Um. <laughs> Well, well played, well played. <laughs> what are your top three animatronic shows? Gosh, I don't know. Now that there's so many choices, I want to say the Carousel of Progress too, but I don't know that that's true. I think I need to do some deep reflection. Oh, did you see Meet the World? No. No. Do you know? Yeah, no, that closed ages ago. No, I always forget. I always forget it didn't close just before Monsters Inc. It closed a while before that, didn't it? Yeah. No, I wish I those. had. Right. I wish I had. Because the seats yeah. didn't move on that. No. The other thing moved. Oh, someone paragliding past my house. Really? If they're from the military base. Yeah, no, it closed. Beat the World closed in 2002, so I missed it by three years. 2002. Wow, that long ago. Yeah. Then Monsters, Inc. opened 09, didn't it? Uh, Something like that, yeah. Let's see. You want Monsters, it? Inc., yeah, 09. Oh, yeah. cute. Mon I forgot Monsters, Inc. opened on April 15th. Yeah. Cute. Just like we were so sure Fantasy Springs would. Yeah. Well, I bet it was supposed to at some point. Maybe it'll soft open. That's the other part of the conversation is how are they going to soft open that thing? But Lord knows. Yeah. Are they even going to? Are they just going to use all of these previews as their soft open? I guess so. They're not going to just let people stream in there. No. I mean, I think being walking past at the moment they choose 100 people to go in there would be like finding Willy Wonka's golden ticket, wouldn't right. it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what they should do. They should have like a golden piece of popcorn. Like every time you get popcorn, if you get the golden piece of popcorn, you can get into Fantasy Springs. 
Yeah, or just like, just start cutting locks of hair off blonde women to give to people. <laughs> there we go. Not weird at all. It's a Rapunzel reference if people didn't get that. <laughs> I hope they did. I mean, it, any other park would have opened it bit by bit. Yeah. It's kind of silly, really. I get that they want this huge thing, but a new Peter Pan land with two rides is big enough. You can Anywhere open else, yeah. year one, and then Rapunzel year two, and then Frozen year three, and then you've got three years of new things. Like, any other park would have done it like that. Pretty silly, really. They like big. Yeah. They like big. Uh, <clears throat> top threes? I don't know yes, that I, I have one. I don't know that I care enough about this topic. It is a bit. Well, there's just not that much to choose from either. There right? isn't. I do. I, I don't know that I'll make a top three, but I do really love the original Tiki Room, and I always go in it when I'm in the American parks. Okay, so just like, what's your favorite then? Just give us a favorite. Maybe know. that. I love the Tiki Room, especially Disneyland. Yeah. It's just cute in yeah. there. And I just, yeah. I like how Disneyland has stuff around it. The tropical hideaway is there. And yeah, yeah, that look, that place looks great. Yeah. Place looks really cool. Gotta get your dole Ours is nice. Ours is nice. I like, I like the waiting area. Yeah, it's lovely. The outside waiting area is really nice. It's just a great getaway from the crowds thing. Country Bear as well. I would go in Tiki Room all the time at TDL, especially in the summer when I need some air conditioning, if it was the normal one. But I just can't sit through that stitch thing. Wicky Tiki Miha! No. Wicky Tiki Baba! Nope. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> I will hang up. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last episode of the rest of the Rising Fun Podcast. I will leave. Well, can we have that one day? Can we have like a really dramatic falling out? <gasps> Do you want to have a fight? If someone hangs up. Yeah. What's it going to be over? Ooh. I get into Fantasy Springs and you don't. Ooh. Or like I no. start a podcast with someone else. We know very well <laughs> that'll be the reverse. I, we do know very well that will be the reverse, yes. Um, What's your favorite? My favorite what? Animatronic three, show. Fallout. I already did top three. I said Carousel of Progress, number one. Country okay. Bear, number two. Original Tiki Room, number three. Okay, there you go. Fish, bosh, bosh. Right. I'm sad that Tough to Be a Bug is closing. I don't want that. I'm very upset about that as well. Yes. Why is Zootopia in the Tree of Life? That doesn't make any sense. We've done this before, I know, but... Everyone else has done it plenty as well. Yeah. And the funny thing is, people were just so relieved that Zootopia wasn't getting a whole land that they were like, oh, okay. Oh, fine. <laughs> yeah, just let but that like, slide. Really, it's not fine, really. No, it isn't. And that's the centerpiece of the pack. I mean, I stand by that bugs didn't make that much sense either. It's in a tree. Trees are full of bugs. But it's the Tree of Life. I think Lion King would have been the perfect IP for a show in there. Bugs about of life. A circle of life and life and animals. Well, too the bad. Animal it... Kingdom. Alex. Bugs Life had just come out. Exactly. Yes. Synergy, Jordan. It's not called Animal Kingdom. Backwards overflow and other such business terms. <laughs> what does backwards overflow mean? I thought that's something a know. toilet does when it's broken. I don't know. Probably. Probably. Listen. Um, Moving on, news. We gonna, oh, we're doing news. Okay. News. News. <laughs> wow. This, this is what's gonna cause our fallout. <laughs> to, to anyone still listening. <laughs> me, me, getting, <laughs> me getting more and more aggressive with my <laughs> intros. It's time for news, Alex. No, there was there was some news. There was some news. Um, rumors circling again. So a while ago, we saw. Some tarps on the ground where projectors used to be around Cinderella Castle. We did, yeah. And recently, what happened? Recently, um, somebody noticed. The first tweet I saw was from a local Japanese account. Uh, oh, but it they're, was... They're so on it with this stuff. I should have pulled it up for this. But it was a composer of many former uh, Disney Parks show songs yeah from listing Paris, Hong Kong. listing in his bio that he's currently working on a projection show for tokyo disneyland as Which well very as exciting. as well as a oh, song yeah. for a new parade at hong kong disneyland for their what's it 20 20th 20th yeah which would be 2025 wouldn't it yeah very yeah. interesting it is very interesting who knows what that is there's not a lot of information there we don't know when that went up we don't know is that something that went up in like 2021 and all got canceled yeah because the funny thing is you see this guy's resume and he's done so many songs for disney shows 
he knows the deal. He knows not to post these things on your personal website yeah. before they've come out. Um, I mean, it's possible that he thought he underestimated the Disney fandom and thought he could just put this up. But it, it almost, we were saying yesterday, weren't we? It, it seems like the fact that he posted that might be more of a sign that it's not happening <laughs> than it a sign be, that yeah. it is happening. Yeah, I was working on this thing. Yeah. But hey, it's another thing pointing to a potential castle projection show, which would be super cool. And Tokyo cool. Disney Disneyland do need something next year. And we obviously know we're not getting a ride or anything yeah. big like that. So uh, a lot and of And I mean they were... did they did all this drone testing in the summer with they did. these fireworks shows in very, very random locations very far from Tokyo. Very publicly. Like Very making, making a big deal about it. Yeah, to... remember we did a whole episode about how the yeah. the ad that they did for the drone show was better than anything they yes. did for the 40th? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> Even though think... the drone show was like on a beach in Hokkaido. Yeah. You have to think that, um, you know, the reason that they gave for those drone shows was kind of to basically to advertise it to people from further away to come and visit Tokyo Disney. It's a little strange if you do that and then they come and then they're like, oh, there isn't a drone show here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would make sense if we had one here as well. But yeah. hey, maybe I'm making too much sense for... No, it is. That was strange. What would you want a new projection show to be? Because, like, we've had only two. There's only been two projection shows at Tokyo Disneyland. There was Once Upon a Time, which I yeah. loved and was super exciting at the time because it was the first one and it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Celebrate Tokyo Disneyland, which was for the 35th anniversary and they were very different style shows because once upon a time was about disney movies and celebrate was about the park yeah i think uh, it won't surprise you which one excites me more yeah did you, <clears throat> did you see celebrate i forgot i did you did yeah i did i saw it without fireworks unfortunately okay without the pyro so the usual um, style <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess so I didn't realize that at the time, but yeah. And yeah, I, you know, it's, if it has like ride references in it, I'm just going to lose my mind. So that was super fun. But I highly doubt we'll get something like that again. Um, I don't know. I mean, because if Believe believe is kind of like a big advert for Fantasy Springs, well, the only thing Tokyo Disneyland has on the horizon is Space Mountain. We're going to get like a space themed one. That would be awesome. Yeah, no, I think it will be very generic Disneyland castle projection show e. So Disney movies is basically what I'm saying. Probably that. Like Disney movies that are in the park. Believe, believe, see of believe land of dreams. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Disney movies that OLC considers current. So like Moana. Yeah. Beauty Pocahontas. And the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Pocahontas. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Harmony in castle. Yeah. Oh God, that could be the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if they use that song again, I'm gonna lose it. Oh no, I don't think they would. It's already in the fireworks and the parade. And it's too late. And it's too late. They're not gonna use the song after the anniversary. No, uh, I hope not. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but no, I hope it's good. Cool. I hope I hope yeah, the drones yeah, are there. I love seeing the drones at Hong Kong Disneyland. Yes. That was amazing. I've never seen a drone show, and I think that would. I mean, with, like you said, like we just said, they've done drone shows around the country, so it would just make sense. But also, it, that would be a way to really plus it. Yeah. However, uh, the fireworks are often cancelled because it's it's on a bay. It's in a bay. It's very windy. It hasn't been to Tokyo it's Disney. It's right on the ocean. It gets very, very windy. So I don't know how that would affect things. Yeah. I don't. We don't need more super unreliable nighttime entertainment. No, we do not. So the, yeah, there's that. I mean, the whole I point mean, of a projection show is that you can do it in any weather. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to be selling DPA for this thing, so they're going to do it in any weather. Uh-huh. Even if it's B-mode, C-mode, D-mode, Z-mode. Yeah. They're going to do the damn thing. Uh, Something else happened. What is Z-mode? Okay, we're not putting the projections on, but you can sit in your spot that you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit there. We will not yell at you so, for once. Yeah, the projectors are broken. They just play the music, shall we? Yeah, it's just a musical experience. We'll 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 sell you a CD of the music while you sit in this spot that you paid for. <laughs> you can buy a light up thing and wave it in your own face <laughs> as you cry. <laughs> as as you cry, unable mm -hmm. to get a refund. 
there was other news. Yeah, yesterday we were talking about how, uh, you know, the events for next year. We don't have so much going on, and then uh, oh, yeah. you said, oh, yeah, yeah, we we don't even have we don't even have Tower of Terror Unlimited, which is what they normally do every spring ish. Um, is like a longer ride cycle on Tower of Terror, and I was like, what? We're not doing that this year. And then you looked at your phone like, oh, guess what just got announced? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> while it's, it's while talking from... about how annoying it was. Yeah. Are they listening? Because we were, we were, we on, were their, there. on their <laughs> land. Yeah. Someone's like, oh, no. Oh, no, we forgot it. <laughs> we put an announcement up. It's no, they super have weird. It's super weird it's that they announced weird. it five days before it starts. Yeah, that's weird. And the fact that they changed it. So it used to be there are three different shafts in the tower and... One of them would be what? Well, what are they called? They have such stupid names. One of them would be thirteen. What's it called? Level thirteen. Level thirteen, and then the other one was level thirteen. Curse of Atundu. Is that what it's called? Curse of Shiriki. Curse of Shiriki. Wrong bit. Yeah. Uh, and they were both just slightly different ride profiles. Yep. Very cool. A lot longer than the normal one. Are those uh, are different from Unlimited. There was only two, I think. So, like, Curse of Shiriki was a subtitle for Unlimited? I think so. I forgot, yeah. too. Because there's been a few different names for it over the years. Is there more than two? I've I only done know. two. When I, when, when I went in 2020, before, you know, um, there were two different cycles, and two of the shafts had one of them, and then the other one had a different one. Huh. Well, they're great. And they're, they they're, two, they're too great, and they make you mad at Tower of Terror the rest of the year. <laughs> because too. like while there's no doubt that we have the most beautiful tower of terror we also have the least interesting to ride tower of terror yeah it's really not fun it's one of the best rides in the whole world until the ride until the ride yeah the ride is over in 20 seconds yeah um you have to wear an over the shoulder seatbelt, which is real annoying yeah and it and is effects, tight after after everything before that point has been so unique to disney sea uh the actual ride like this the effects and the scenes in the ride they're obviously different but they're basically the same special effects and yeah very very, very uh, and it's just so to... quick it's like i'm always amazed now when i'm in anaheim and i go on the guardians tower that it's so long right because ours is so you, short you but can. then for these two glorious months a year they fix it and they make ours awesome and it's a it's a it's a really really good ride it's real you fun. know i had the best experience the first time this happened i didn't know and I, I'd obviously I ha, I'd had an annual pass for what like nine months at this point. I knew the ride profile file like, you know, it's that there's like nothing was happening because it was so predictable because I knew exactly what's going to happen. And then it didn't happen. Something else happened. Like you normally go up first, and I think I went down first, and I was like something's wrong. This isn't supposed to happen. And then it was completely different, and I was just blown away. It was so cool. So I kind of wish more people could have that experience of not expecting it to be different. So, so here's how different we are. Like for me, with Tower of Terror, I've been going on it since I was there the first day of soft open for Tower of Terror. I've been going on it forever. And I if I had like lined music paper, I could probably write you the full orchestration of its soundtrack. Right. But yeah. I couldn't tell you a single thing about its ride profile or what it does. Yeah, I struggle to I recall. I have no memory like, of that. It's like my body knows. Yeah. My body just knew something was wrong. I think it goes up, up, down, down, up, down, up, down. That's just the Konami code. <laughs> Good try, though. Good try. Yeah. But go. yeah, so that's coming. So that's fun. Um, something yes. I thought was funny. Have you seen the ads for it? Because like the reason that they do the Tower of Terror event is for the sort of non-event, which is uh, campus days. Because mm. Japanese schools go on holiday like mid-February and March because the semester schedule is all different here. Uh, so they sell these campus day passports, which are cheap tickets for students. Yeah, and cheaper. They, cheaper. And they do the Tower of Terror thing as part of that. So they started advertising yesterday. Um, spring Disney. But, like, the event starts in a few days. So, like, when is winter? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. I saw you post that. When is winter if this is spring Disney as of January 9th? And Fantasy Springs also opens in spring, which is June. <laughs> June, June 6th. 6th. Yeah. <laughs> it's spring for half the year. Uh-huh. 
but yeah, that'll be fun. It actually kind of makes yeah. me sort of well, kind of want to go to Disney Sea, sort of. Yeah, which kinda. is nice because yeah. I really want a reason to want to go there. Yeah, me like, too. I do love it though. I just want a little. Well, we're gonna go soon. Yeah, yes, we'll go soon. Because it's cheap season. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and crowds. I'm I'm so missing quiet Disney. Halloween and Christmas were insane. It's been really nuts. Yeah. Yeah, which I hope puts people off next year. It won't. Oh, who knows? It won't. <laughs> it will not. Yeah. It will I not. Keep telling myself that it will. Yeah. Um, the Dreamers Lounge was fun yesterday. That was, wasn't it? I yeah. always thought about before Disneyland did alcohol. I always told myself, hey, it would be a really good idea to just pop out because the Disneyland Hotel's right there. It's like a two-minute walk, not even right. And and you could go in the Dreamers Lounge, have a cocktail, have a beer, and then go back in the park with a little a little buzz on. I always intended to do it, and I just, I, I think it was just one of those things I didn't want to do on my own, and I didn't yeah. have any Disney friends at the time. But uh, now we have booze in the park. I still think, like, on a super busy day, pop out and just sit there and have a drink in, like, a relatively quiet, relatively peaceful, relatively adult area. Yeah, I wonder. It's really, really nice. It was really nice that they just sat us immediately. I wonder how common yeah, that is. Yeah, I was is. surprised. Yeah, because because it was a busy day in the park, not mm. crazy busy, but busy, busy enough. Yeah, um, and the lobby was quite busy too. It was bustling, yes, bustling. And I have to, I'm sure when we had APs, that place was more popular, and it would be right. Yeah, because people aren't obsessed with, and yeah, you people aren't obsessed with spending every minute of their day in the place that they've paid to spend that day in. Yeah, we should go to the Hyperion next. It's nice in there. Yeah, I would love that. At the Ambassador. At the Ambassador. And then, yeah, Miracosta doesn't have a bar, does it? Not like that, huh? The one the one floor with that otherwise perfect place. Yeah. I can't believe the view you get of Mediterranean Harbor in there. Like, it's we went amazing. yesterday, and we looked out with that huge... We were like, oh, we were looking out from the monorail station. We are like, oh, should we go? Should we not go? Yeah, we were, we, like, were, we were really struggling yesterday with whether or not to buy an evening pass to yeah. the parks is the, the evening pass starts at five o'clock and the park the park closes at nine but the rides if you haven't heard us complain before it's not like other disney parks where you can get on a ride a minute oh, the before theme park park. Close. Yeah. uh the rides at tokyo disney resort close when their line reaches how long it will take to get to closing time so if a yeah. ride has a 90 minute wait it's probably going to close at like 7 30 and at disney sea the only every, ride you want every to do line has a, a really busy long ride. Yeah. Uh, so we decided against it because it was too crowded yesterday. We would have had a bad view for Believe because we wouldn't have time to get a good spot. And there wouldn't be any and good spots anyway. Our plan would have been to do Center of the Earth right after that, but it had a two hour long queue, so it would have probably been closed already. Yeah. So we would have paid to get a bad view of a show and then not get on the ride we wanted to go on. Yeah. So I'm glad we decided against it. I think that was a smart move. I am too, but it is really especially, hard. Especially when, when they announced Tower of Terror. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll go when that's good. That'll be better. But it's so hard standing at that window because you're yes. you're t- one inch of glass from yeah like, the really? park. It's so hard. You're in the park. You're you're in the park. You are really. in the park. Yeah, because you're all the way through the tunnel. Yeah, like because Aquasphere Aquasphere Plaza is like you're not, you're not really in there, are you? You're kind of like it's right there, but you haven't gone in. But looking through that window, but that's what actually it actually made me want to go in less, because you because you we we even saw the volcano erupt. We did right there at dusk, the most beautiful time. Saw the Mount Prometheus erupt. I was like, okay, I've done yeah, Disney. Yeah, no, we did that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to go in. I was telling yeah. myself, done. But no, I really did feel kind of like, oh, okay. It's because it. I guess you're standing basically right over Mama Biscotti's bakery there. Yeah, yeah. I, it's crazy they give you that view for free. It's quite a view. I mean, I guess it's a hell of an advert. And like anyone who's there, anyone who's got to that point is going to pay to go in the park. Yeah, I think, I think they know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Imagine getting to wow. that window. You get to that window, you see the view and you go, I don't think that's for me. <laughs> Some people do, man. No one's getting that far into the Miracosta. No, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like for some people, Disney Sea really isn't for them. Yeah. They want a uh, theme parky theme park. Well, I think for plenty of people, just theme parks aren't for them, and that's fine. That's of course that's true. Oh, I have a friend who people hates who had, them. People who had good childhoods. One of my <laughs> oldest friends, I I dragged to Disney Sea 
last last year New Year time, and he had just the most miserable time. He just looked <laughs> so unhappy the whole day. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny that like we probably complain about that place far more than anyone who doesn't like it would, because someone who doesn't like it wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, they just don't care. Yeah, and we the, the, for how much we complain about it when we're there, we just love. It. We just love it. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny when we get there. We're not even in yeah. the park. We're just standing outside yeah, of the park like, looking oh. in. Oh, she's so beautiful. Oh, that's wonderful. Like, uh, Nowhere means more to me than this glorious place. <laughs> Which I think is an exact quote I said yesterday. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, to conclude this podcast, Tokyo Disney Sea is pretty. Yes, Tokyo Disney Sea is wonderful in many, many, many ways. It just happened to be much more wonderful a few years ago. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers. We got four in a week. Go us. Yeah. Four of them giving us money. Imagine. Don't for this nonsense. <laughs> Don't have anything better to spend their Jordan, money on than, than Jordan. Us. Jordan. But is that the wrong, wrong angle? We are wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's not the time for your it's Britishness. Affirmations. It's affirmations. I am wonderful. Yes. I, des- I deserve this. No, it's it's very humbling and it's just super super cool and we appreciate it a whole a whole bunch. We do. It's amazing. Uh, we were saying yesterday our goal has always been to just make enough money to be able to go to the parks together once a month. Yeah. And we're obviously not there yet, but that was a huge huge step, way more than we expected. We were saying that yesterday. We're like, once we start making enough money to buy two park tickets a month, we're done, and we don't need any more growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we don't really want to get bigger than that. That's all yeah. we need. Yeah, I think just because like it's just intrinsically fun. Like we're just having fun anyway. We and are. We just, yeah, we just want to have is, more it's fun. It's for the double fun reason now that going to the park will be fun, but then having more to talk about here will also be fun. Yeah. So I hope that's yeah that's the benefit to the listener as well. Yeah. Is we're gonna. We'll probably be a lot more positive about the parks if we go to there more often. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. But, but but we'll just be a lot more informed and yeah, have more to talk about. On those little details, I think without going, we can easily talk about the big things. Yeah, the announcements. And... But just the little details that we don't get to. Did you see this little sign that they put up in Cape Cod? And right. That kind of thing. And just being a resident of the parks again. Like, that's the closest we can get to an annual pass now is paying for tickets regularly and it's silly but if someone else is paying it just feels a bit more like having a pass again it does you know? it really does it just feels a bit more like we're getting in for free and it's our little it's uh-huh. our place we can just go and not do a load of rides you know uh-huh. what i want to do you know what i want to do what it'd be so hard to make me myself do i want to go in the parks at like 12 or 1 Ooh. Like how the old hard. days. Yeah, how hard that would, would it be, be to so make hard. Do that? I don't think I could do it. I think I'd even lie no. to you. You'd what? I think I'd lie to you. I think I'd go first thing like, in the oh, morning. I just got here. Yeah, I'd come out around <laughs> around eleven forty five. I already have DPA for believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they still had them. Mine was yeah. the last one. It just ran out. It was the last one. You can find your own spot. <laughs> you don't even like that show, you'll be fine. <laughs> I like it. You don't like it. I like it fine. <laughs> it's it's that thing, it's that Disney thing where it's bad, but I like it. There we go. Yes. Is that a thing? Yeah. That's it's not thing. bad even. It's not bad. It's just not great. Yeah, it's not good, but mm. I like it. It's such a good song. I just love hearing that song really, really loud with Me too. Lives. Let's not do this again <laughs> right now. We've done this. We've been here. Uh well, Jordan, where, where where can the people find the Patreon link? The Patreon link will be in the description. It's patreon.com slash land of the rising fund podcast, which is a lot, isn't it? It's a bit long. Uh, also, if you're on <laughs> if you're on my social media, it's in my my link tree link in all my profiles now. You'll find it. I'm quite sure if you Google Patreon, should we try it? I'm quite sure if you Google Patreon land of the rising fund. Imagine oh. if you don't find it from that. What is Google yeah. doing? There you go. It's the first thing that pops the up. The first thing. Okay, that's good. So, uh, and yeah, just an enormous thank you to everyone who's done that. Um, you get a bonus episode every month. We've already got the first one up there, which is 73 Questions with Alex. Hey. In which he divulges everything. Everything. Every he little tells detail. You everything. And if you're more a fan of Jordan, which is fine, people have their quirks. Uh, the next <laughs> Patreon episode is going to be me doing the same 73 questions to he. To he. To he. Which is, which is I. It is... 
he, he is I. He is you. Uh, yeah. If you like more podcast fun, then go to Patreon, and you're helping us, and you're gonna make us so happy, and we're gonna smile, and Alex has a really nice smile. So, oh, want to see his smile more. Oh, we try, we try. It's veneers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next week, friends. There you are. See you next Thank time. You. Bye. Bye.